Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Culture Hour. My name is Shelley Smith, the founder of Premier Rapport, and of course, the founder and your host and facilitator of the Culture Hour. Today, I, I've, you guys know, I always say I'm super excited about my guests, and I, I'm doubly excited today. And if I start talking as if I'm from the UK, you're going to go know why shortly, because I just can't stand it. A fun tip about myself is actually my Waze app. And my phone actually talks to me in a British accent. I think I was supposed to have been born elsewhere. And so it's a little quirky thing that my, my guest is now hearing about my obsession with that, with that accent. At any rate, today I am excited to tell you that our guest is coming a lot. I don't know where she is today, if she's in the States or if she's in the UK, but regardless, you're going to love her. Um, her name is Catherine Camsey, and I'm so excited. I met her recently at an event in New York and I instantaneously fell in love with her energy and her message and her story. And you're gonna have to stay with me a little bit because when I tell you what her title is, um, you're gonna think maybe I've lost my mind, but I promise you there is some juices and jewels inside of today's conversation about workplace culture and our future workers of tomorrow. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Catherine and she's gonna give you a little bit of her backstory, but she is the creator of the Fairy Club. That's what I said, the Fairy Club. She is your modern day Mary Poppins with a twist in a bag of books and a bag of tricks around fairies and uh, mental wellness is kind of how I consume it and, and the love that she is spreading with our children, our future workers. So Catherine, yes. tell our viewers a little bit about you. Okay, well, obviously I'm from the UK. I'm actually um, in Nashville at the moment. Okay. Uh, that's my husband's American, so uh, yeah. Uh, live between the two and uh, so basically uh, I've I've created like the fair, a fairy world if you like it's um, it's everything to do with fairies and mindfulness and kindness and gratitude and really just wanted to create a place for children to come and learn all of these skills now that's why I'm sort of saying it's almost like the modern day Mary Poppins it's yeah. a bag full of tools that they can use for the rest of their life really helping them set up the foundation for life that was the most important thing for me and it sort of came about just because I've been a TV host for many years many 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 years in the UK and um, I just really wanted to do something a little bit more working with children and using all of these skills and had fabulous life tragedy hit me um, and sort of my life spiraled really and became very um, sad and but I, I don't like to say the word depressed because I think it's you know that's such a serious word to use but I was desperately sad is the only way that I could express how I felt so I had to go on like this journey to find my happy again and uh, I'd always been interested in crystals and oils and meditating and always sort of practiced it sort of you know in the background of life and healthy eating and yoga and so on and so forth but really when I ended up in hospital through stress and worry and sadness um, just sort of woke up and thought right I need to get serious about this now because I didn't want to turn to medication or any other form of you know standard way that people sometimes pull themselves out of these situations not that there's anything wrong with that if that's something that people need you know it's every everybody's journey is their own yeah but for me it was important to you know to do it a different way so I just delved in I took you know really learned about took every course I read every book I bought hundreds of books <laughs> drove my husband insane <laughs> um, I think I kept Amazon books going for for a couple of years 
because I really wanted to immerse myself in it. You know, I, I made it, I made it my job to be happy. I made it, I, I took it that seriously. So meditation, crystals, essential oils, um, gratitude, journals, um, affirmations, the flower of life, which I talk about. And I learned all of these different skills, energy, the actual science behind it. Um, and then I started to work with experts in their fields as well. People that really know exactly what they're talking about, because it would be impossible for me to be an expert on each one of those things, because there's so much involved. You really, it's, it's a life's work. Crystals, people that really know them, it's a life's work. Essential oils, you know, if you really speak to a proper aromatherapist, it's, you know, it's a life's work. Um, so I really sort of aligned myself with these people and made it um, really important to have those relationships and to make sure that they would work with me um, when I started writing these books. Um, because I've, if I was delivering all this information to children, I wanted to make sure that the information was really good and really true and really researched. And uh, I also started to work with my daughter with all of these skills as well. So we started to do affirmations together and gratitude together. And, you know, I started to see, you know, she was so positive and happy and giving her friends little affirmations and telling them about the flower of life and telling them how to, um, you know, journal their feelings, even if they just doodled it down. Mm -hmm. And then I had friends that also came up to me and started to ask me to do the same with their children. So sort of fairy club was born. <laughs> Love it. Um, and in the background, I was sort of writing these books, just really as a passion project, really. I sort of wrote all the things down that I loved. And I've always been obsessed with fairies, just as a child, just was. Um, you know, I'm English, we do pixies, fairies, all that sort of thing. It's part of our, it's part of our language. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, so I wanted to mix it with something, A, that I loved, so that when I was up at five o'clock in the morning still writing, it, I was still loving it. Yeah. And two, I wanted to deliver the message in a way that children would understand. Make mm -hmm. it fun doesn't have to be all serious and you know they don't they don't they needed to understand how to do it and have the knowledge but they don't need the science behind it necessarily or the you know this works because of this and this and this I just wanted to deliver it because children will learn through play um, they will and they don't muddle it like adults do adults muddle it up and overanalyze it and yes take and it off into yeah it's got to be perfect and it's got to be this and it's got to be that and you know, and it, it doesn't, none of it has to be perfect. You know, within the books, I talk about 13 different things. I talk about oils and crystals and meditating and all these different things. And my hope is that children, even if they come away and learn one thing really well, mm -hmm. that's me doing my job as far as I'm concerned, because what I'm doing is planting the seeds of knowledge for them to then go on and grow. Mm -hmm. And my thought and my belief and my hope behind it is to give them these skills and these tools now before they need them. So yes. that when life hits, which it does, I mean, I had terrible things. I really had a terrible tragedy in my family. And But what you learn is, as you get older, you know, everybody has stuff to go through. Yes. We all have sad stuff that we're dealing with. And, you know, we're not, nobody gets top trumps on sadness. You don't no. get to go, mine was sadder than yours and mine was sad. Because sad is sad to that person. It might be losing your dog. That might be the saddest thing that ever happened to you. But that might mm -hmm. feel as sad as somebody having something mm -hmm. horrific. But, you know, it just, it's not about that and I think I've learned that um through speaking to people through the tragedy that we, that, that, that we went through so I think I really just want to give those skills to a child now because yeah. when life happens they got somewhere to go rather yes. than all these you know I'd never child suicide it's, it's higher than it's ever been yes 
70% of mental illness actually starts at childhood and then it develops as you become an adult, you know, and, and we even know ourselves looking at social media as an, as an adult now looking at social media, you can't still help, but look at it and go, Oh, Oh, their life looks good. Yes. <laughs> you come away and you think, Oh, that was stupid. <laughs> it's so yes. silly. But you know, how must that be for a 13 year old? It's bad enough being 13 and going through all the things that you've got to go through anyway. And now you have no respite from any of that. So, you know, I'm hoping that my book becomes the first book and there's, there's actually 20, uh, I've got 27 books all, all together, but the first book I've got, which is called my mindful of happiness guide really is a guide to happiness for children. Mm-hmm. There's even a guidebook at the back. You know, if they feel sad, go to this page. If you feel like you need a cuddle, go to this page. If you're worried, go to this page. And there's actual tools that they can either do with their parents or they can do on their own that will help them get through and open up, hopefully, a Pandora's box of information that they will then go and discover. Oh, um, I, I love it on so many levels. The things that um, when I heard you, uh, when we first met last week, things that resonated with me from a workplace culture standpoint is number one, the age group that you're working with, <clears throat> and you just talked about it from the suicide rate to the depression, the, 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 men, the actual mental state in 10 years, our workforce, um, is going to dramatically shift where now it's typically from a hierarchy standpoint, there's, uh, typically from a generation standpoint, we've got the youth coming in did that is superseding the older generation. Well, what's going to happen is the triangle is going to actually turn into a rectangle of the workforce piece, meaning there's going to be a widening of the older generation in the workforce still longer. And then there's going to be a shrinkage of the younger generation simply by the pure numbers that are coming in. So the impact that we're going to have from those that you are going to be working with and affecting is going to be huge. And hopefully it will shift in a positive way. All of the things that are happening inside of workplace cultures now, the uptick in the violence, the uptick in the stress, the uptick in the feeling of capacity. So the more that we are armed as individuals and certainly our children, I, I think about you're going to help them put armor on, but you're going to have them put armor on in a really good way. Yeah. that there's going to have layers that they can go to, you know, personas that they can go to, resources that they can go to. And the more kids that you can hit, the more of the masses, this becomes the norm. Where, you know, I'll go back 10 years ago, I was working with um, a gentleman on the wellness side, the physical wellness side, in sort of inside of corporate America, just bringing that in. And now you hear more and more of the mental side of the wellness piece. So again, that goes straight into the heart of what it is that you're going to be working with our future generation of, of workers within the next, some of them within the next 10 years yeah. with who you're working with. And so I think it, it adds to the conversation. More companies are doing um, mental breaks, are having a mental day off, are having uh, moments of uh, silence. You know, it's like it's 12 o'clock, everybody does affirmations. I know when I'm doing executive coaching, either one-on-one or with teams, more and more I'm talking about the journaling side that you just brought up. And so, you know, what I can imagine is we're doing this at work now for our age groups. And then imagine coming home and having the children that you have worked with, and you're literally having the same conversations, mom and dad and kids. I just, you know, it brings a a, a moment of positive, 
that we can all help each other with that. And so I love that. And that, and that's why I wanted you to be on the show today is for the listeners that are at work now who are feeling the overload can actually use it, even if they don't have children, I encourage them to lock onto your books and go back to the guides because there's things we can do right now oh, yeah. today to make it applicable and to find our groove and to find our calm and to find our peace and to just keep it real. My husband forever is saying, um, uh, be gentle, something to paraphrase it, be gentle to those you meet because you never know basically what's going on. And you're so right. Um, a dog's death might be the same as somebody who got a car loss or a job loss, or they just found out they have cancer. Who, who are we to judge to what we can hold in exactly. our capacity? We're all, and so, we're all really so different. I remember reading a study about stress and how stress is, I mean, stress is the biggest causer of illness. You know, it put me mm -hmm. in the hospital. And, and you know so many so many things actually start with stress yes and, and, and it's all relative there was there was this woman that had a, a breakdown she worked in an apple factory and her job was to choose the big apples from the little apples and mm -hmm. it caused her she what was a big apple what was a little apple and it seems ridiculous but that was her level of what she was able to deal with yeah. and it doesn't make it right or wrong she just needed tools to to see that and somebody else's stress might be running a multi-million pound company yeah. or a company yeah <laughs> it, it doesn't it this this is what my point is about this book and everything that all the tools in there it doesn't matter you know who you are what your level of grief is or sadness is or stress is it doesn't matter there are no rules for it it's just tools for everybody yes. it's really the building blocks for life to stand on and give you a really really solid foundation yes. uh, and to build yourself up as best as you can. And when I, you know, when I moved and I came away from my family and I was traveling and, 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 you know, all around and I didn't have my mum around the corner for a cup of tea or my sister or my friends that I'd had since I was three, suddenly your support network goes. Yes. And, you know, suddenly I came from this, you know, very good, secure, happy childhood, this bubble of happiness to then suddenly being on my own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember being like 21 and going to the doctors and the doctor started telling me something. I was like, Oh, should I get, should I get my mum in? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me call her. <laughs> we didn't oh, time. <laughs> really weird. Why are you telling me this? Too much information. <laughs> you know, we're all different. We're all different. You know, you've got to, so, and that's why I looked to all of these modalities to, to learn, you know, suddenly you're on your own and you've got the only person that's going to make you happy is you. That's right. Everything else is a bonus. That's right. You've got, you got to look in the mirror and say you love yourself. doesn't matter what you look like or we all have bad days and we all have, you know, that's that, and that really, I hope my book teaches that to children and to adults. And I hope yeah. that the adults, whilst reading this with the children, learn as well. I hope they stick, you know, go and stick a sticker in your mirror saying, I love you. It's the hardest thing to do. Look at yourself in the eyes and say, I love you. But it's the best thing that it's the, if you could do nothing else on day one, do that. Yes, I love that. I had one of my uh, colleagues, she's, a, she's the president of the local Sherm chapter, and she did a posting the other day on Facebook. She had taken a day off to, to maintain herself to, you know, the mental piece. And um, she said that uh, it was hard for her, but she said she had done something and she said, good job. I yeah. just didn't, you know, pat myself in the back. And so it turned into multiple posts on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn that you're right. We, 
we don't do that. Boy, in a heartbeat, we will criticize ourselves by something we did, how we look, whatever. But when's the last time you actually looked at yourself and said, I love you, or, you know, you just totally rocked, you know, we don't, we just, we, we don't do that for a multitude of reasons. So what are some, putting you on the spot a little bit, I know you have your own go-to uh, like morning routines and different regiments, but for people who are listening, what is maybe one, two, three top tips that you can say, hey, if you don't, um, if you're feeling a little sad, if you are feeling the pressures of work and life, if you don't journal, if you haven't, like what are some easy ways that people uh, won't think that it's too foo-foo that you find the people that you talk to kind of receive it. Is there any initial start here? Yes. Start here. Yeah. I mean, my, my very first day one would be go and have that relationship with yourself and fall in love with yourself and be really grateful and appreciative for everything that you've got. There's always something to be grateful for. Maybe it's health, maybe it's somebody in your life, maybe it's something that you're about to do, something that you've done. You know, mm -hmm. I traveled around Australia and I always, and I hardly took any pictures when I was 24. And I, but I've always got it as a memory and that's yeah. always a happy thought. So have something, have, go and look at your life and find the good. Cause yeah. we always look at the bad. Yes. So go, I would, my first thing would be go and have that relationship with yourself. Go and look at yourself. Say, I love you. Say, look, and, and, and replay in your head the good stuff, not the bad stuff. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that would be my day 101. Mm -hmm. Second thing, go away from social media. <laughs> Give yourself a break from a day or two days or whatever it is. Or even if you can't do that, even if you just did it, for, go for a walk for 10 minutes. And mm -hmm. give, your, give your, take your brain on a holiday or a vacation <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and give it a break from everything that's surrounding it. Because we, we play, you know, we have a thousands and thousands and thousands, thousands of talk and um, thoughts every single day. So yeah. you need to give yourself space. And it's amazing if you just go outside and don't look down and look up, just your perspective on life changes. Ah just, you know, having that look. So you have a look around and you make sure that, you know, you sort of connect back into yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you what else is really, it's really like a healthy aspect, a really simple thing that you can do that always makes me feel better mm -hmm. is when you drink tons of water, water in your body just makes everything better. Um, yes. I've, I've, I've read a lot of studies about pH 10 water and um, things like that and how you can make your body alkaline because nothing can live in an alkaline body. So if you have pH 10 water or even just, just drink a ton more water, everything works better. You, you just feel better. And if you feel better on the inside, it makes you feel happier and the other stuff. You know, I always get up every single day and I put, even if I'm not going to see anyone, I'll get up and put makeup on just because it makes me because feel better. good. Exactly. It makes me feel good. So, yeah. yeah. I love all three of those. So, and those are all three things that we can do at work and at home, regardless of what our age is. So, you know, the first thing of the love yourself, I, I like to remind everybody at work, you know, we always have the agenda in the world when that goes on. But at the end of the day, recap, what did, what did I do? Where am I on spot? Yeah. So I love that. So that can translate into what did I achieve today and how did I make an impact? And, and for me and, and the listeners, it's around what did I do to impact uh, or reinforce the pillars of the workplace culture today. So in the people around you, um, because one person can make a difference. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. It sounds cute. You must be a, a little. He's cute, but needy. 
<laughs> I have one of those too. Mine's been running up and down and it hasn't barked yes. yet, but I'm sure. Yes. Um, and then the social break, I absolutely love that. You're, you're right. It, uh, it's, it's, it's good and it's bad. You feel connected to people from a social that maybe you haven't seen or certainly the distance piece is there, but wow, in a heartbeat, you can get on pumped up and then you see something else on there. And I saw, I saw somebody that was actually in our group who had posted, um, they had gone out to drinks with friends afterwards and they posted, you know, oh, you know, I just got to have discussion with XYZ in the media piece. And then the person sitting there was like, oh, I just got my patent done today. And instant, instantaneously, her mojo went down thinking that one superseded the other. And I was like, oh, you should both be celebrating both aspects of that. One is not, you know, any better than the other. So I love that. And then, of course, the water thing. My husband says that everything in life can be fixed by water. So he would totally agree with you. And uh, uh, you would think that he, he, he needs to go marketing or get endorsed and get paid for his water, you know. Yeah, yeah. But if, if your toe hurts, oh, go, go drink some water. I've got a headache, go drink some water. I'm hungry, go drink some water. My side hurts, go drink some water. Yeah. It, it just makes everything better and it makes makes your skin better it makes it makes your cells like work better it makes I mean it just it really is you know I try and get my daughter to drink as much of that as possible and no it definitely it's true really makes a big difference yes absolutely well Catherine you've been enjoyed to, to have on today um how can people first of all when do you officially launch and where can people get your books what's what's the best way give us the skinny okay you can go to there's um I have a web page up now where people can register interest so they can give me their email address so I can contact them as and when it goes um which is just fairyclub.love <laughs> fairy I love that yeah fairyclub.love got it okay and um yeah so they can go on there and it's going to launch um towards the end of August okay. just finalizing some things now and getting the books already so they can go on and find out about that and all the other because we've got lots of plans it's not just going to be a book we're developing mm -hmm. it into um i'm working in background my background is kids tv animation so um i'm trying to develop it into a kids tv show um we've got lots of ways of connecting people teaching kids about empathy and adults about really the effects of the words on yourself and others so yeah. there'll be lots of things on our online group we'll be super busy in there as well so but yeah fairyclub.love is the is the best place to well go. i already have they we've had the smurf movies we've yeah. had the care bear movies so i know eventually it's gonna you know it's gonna be there and i can't wait to hear the music i can visual i've got now visualize i can hear some of the songs that yeah. uh, would come up um on it as well and you you already have a lot of supporters out there um as well and a lot of followers so um i certainly am not going to put you on the spot to name drop I'll, I'll let people get your books so they can see who are some of the characters that some of the fairies that are already there um that are people that they're going to know um inside of that and it's a quite a diverse cast of characters that you have as your fairies which i absolutely adore as well for that so looking forward to the launch so i will put the information um if you're watching you're seeing it come across your screen if not if you're listening you'll see it in the transcription as well and again that was very fairyclub.love and Catherine Camsey today you've been wonderful viewers i hope you've loved the twist and you understand on the side of this today viewers and listeners that the culture piece is inside of the people and uh, people is what makes everything uh, uh, in the world go around and the cash is in the culture, but it starts with the people. And today we, we have a responsibility as human beings to 
um, lift everyone up. And, and that starts with, like you said, the self-awareness, the personal love. And I know that we can get a hold together. We can get a hold and get the workplace violence uh, uh, on the lockdown. I mean, completely gone. Um, but that definitely takes everybody. And it is everybody's responsibilities as human beings in order to do this. I just, I know that that is the expectation and we, we all can put a part on that. So thank you again for listening and watching. Thank you again, Catherine, for being on today. Um, my name is Shelly Smith. I am your culture curator. You know, you can hit me up with any questions, comments, people you want to have on the show, what have you. So until then, stay well. And remember, again, culture matters. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining me and another guest for the Culture Hour. If you want to go back to past episodes, make sure you follow the podcast on any of your favorite apps and devices. If you're looking for a daily dose, a little short snippet, then all you need to do is hop over to the other podcast called Your Morning Commute. Thank you again for tuning in. If you're looking for questions, other speakers, more topics, by all means, reach out. Shelly at PremierReport.com. Remember, culture isn't built in a day. Culture is built every day. Are you spending your money and your time and energy on repairs? Or are you spending your time and your energy defining and maintaining? Be safe out there.